Anthony Clark. Anthony, welcome to the show. I appreciate that. Uh, now, you are, you are uh, a, seriously, man, you've got it. Okay. Thank you. You in in the short time that I've known you, you've really sounded fantastic on this radio station. I'll, I give Bill grief whenever I can, but he said <laughs> that Anthony Clark, this guy knows everything there is to know about the NBA, and uh, you're you just got out of uh, uh, college, and here you are, uh, you 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 set up shop here at iHeart Grand Rapids. How is it going for you right now? It's been a surreal experience. I'm more than thankful. It's a, a humbling opportunity, and having the chance to do this every other week has been absolutely phenomenal. So I thank huge. I thank Brett, and of course, I, I appreciate you, Eric, for speaking with me today and I want to uh, punch you in the face yeah, exactly. for sucking up right now. <laughs> But seriously, it's, I, I'm blessed, to say the least. All right. Well, he's a good man, and we're going to get into the NBA Finals. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, a bold prediction was made some time ago by the man I just spoke to. So it's time to uh, set up shop and give him the credit he deserves coming up in the very next segment. It is the huge show across Michigan. I'm sitting uh, next to a man who made a bold prediction about the NBA Finals this year with the Heat I did. and the Nuggets. What did you What did you say? To be honest, I, I did. I predicted that the Denver Nuggets would close the series in five games, and that is what happened last night. Did you share that with Bill on this show? I did. It is. It. I'm sure many people heard it. We talked about it last week. I asked Superfly to please pull up the the tape just in case we need it at any point. But yes, it is recorded and real evidence that I in fact said this on this show. Now Bill probably said the Heat in four, right? <laughs> he said. What did he say initially? I think he said Nuggets in six. Yeah. And then I think. He went back after yeah after yeah. game four is when he said okay it looks like Nuggets in five because he ain't he aren't looking very well, well so you can't you can't go back <laughs> I, on his show I guess he can no. so <laughs> see he's he's the same ding dong who said that like uh, Lions are going to go thirteen and four this year <laughs> now. <laughs> I can't necessarily attest to that, but I appreciate the confidence because I think the lines, like you said in the previous segment, we have some something to look forward to. But thirteen and four, we'll see. We'll see. There's a there's a percentage of me that's like they're going to start out zero and six. That'd be tough if they did that again. I, I think because there's never been for me personally, there has never been a a bigger expectation on the football team coming Honestly. from a season where uh, they had that. Eight and two run to finish the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, pretty good draft. Mm-hmm. Only one incident where uh, the dummy gambled, <laughs> and then so that's it. You know, nobody drunk driving, nothing yeah. like that. No big deal. Yeah. No one suspended for more than uh, six games. Right. So all right, we can live with that, and yep. it should be good. So then uh, that expectation is quite high. Mm-hmm. I've drank the Kool Aid as I think a lot of people have, mm-hmm. and but I will tell you this. The Kool-Aid consumption is so strong with me that if they do lay an egg to start the year, it's going to be ugly. <laughs> it's going to be really ugly. I mean, people will be jumping ship so hard. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's typical fashion, though, right, for fans who claim that, and I'm not necessarily saying you, of course, Eric, but for those who claim that they're riding with the team and then a little adversity comes in and they all jump ship, like oh, yeah. you just said. I mean, but, but we see that in a lot of organizations. You can't always jump ship just because a little bit of adversity is happening with your team. you got to be there to support them. Yeah, I know. I just can't do it. Though. I just can't do it. The only ones who do do that are the face painters. <laughs> I guess that is I mean, true. Yeah, they, and I don't want to be around those people. Those are sick individuals, 
<laughs> the full out costumes. Yeah, that's not you. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I want to. I want to hate on. I want to do <laughs> like if there's something bad happens. I I, I want to be part of that action of letting everybody know that I can't stand them. So that's just the way I roll. Uh, but nevertheless, man, um, your thoughts on the NBA Finals this year? That was spectacular. Yeah, I mean, probably one of the better runs we've seen by a team in the Denver Nuggets, you know, in a while. I mean, honestly, it's been some great basketball over the past few seasons. I just saw a stat that this is the first time that um, in five straight seasons that five different teams won the NBA Finals since like the 70s. So we're seeing, you know, a different era of basketball, I think, overall, although Denver has a lot of high hopes that they will repeat next season including Mike Malone saying that in the championship speech but overall just a phenomenal series by Denver they cleaned up when they needed to they never really wavered even after that game two loss on their home court that was obviously tough to drop but they took care of business in Miami came back home and they did exactly what I was hoping that they would do I'm not gonna lie I was kind of biting my nails last night getting a little nervous when Miami caught some some traction came out with a lot of momentum but they did it for me so I'm happy so, you know, you talk about um, all the different teams winning mm-hmm. and the parity of the basketball league. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that the league is like, yes, this is what we want. Especially Adam Silver. I mean, because then that kind of, I shouldn't say guarantees, but at least gives you some hope as a basketball fan that maybe it won't be that dominant you know, team that's constantly winning like we saw with the Warriors in the 2010s. I mean, even the Spurs, I think they got maybe two, at least two in the 2010s. So you like to see that, uh, you know, a little bit of variety when it comes to who is going to be the champion of said season. So I like to answer your question. Yes, I think not only the fans, but especially Adam Silver as a commissioner is happy to see that there's some variety going on. What about a team out of Detroit that uh, loses like more than 60 games? The team that's plus 50,000 to win next season's title. Gosh. <laughs> bottom of the league, bottom of the odds. How can you be perpetually terrible year after year and you don't and you get worse? How do you how do you do that? I don't I don't know. I genuinely do not understand what is going on with the Detroit Pistons outside of they have a phenomenal talent but they keep drafting so many young guys like there's no I understand a lot of veterans don't necessarily want to play in Detroit so it's going to be hard for them to acquire these solid all-around veterans but either way that is going to be the trend that Detroit has to start going towards because like uh, Huge and I have talked about in previous episodes they need to stop constantly drafting young guys and start using their you know uh, picks uh, whether or not it be the number five pick or maybe even a little bit higher in other drafts to start bringing in okay. some more lucrative players so you're saying um unload the picks get some established uh, talent with old man strength I mean, some leadership. Kind of, I mean, Huge is very adamant on bringing in Draymond Green. I think it would be a solid pickup. But even then, there's a lot of free agents coming up. So, yes, unload those picks. Start, I mean, because and, and the, the previous lottery picks have clearly proven that it's not necessarily going to provide them with a lot of success because they're bottom of the league, right? They just had the top pick the two, two drafts ago, still ended up bottom in the league. So, unload, start bringing in some guys who can really bring that leadership, bring that tenacity. So, we're talking immature. Are these guys just like getting paid a lot of money and then just like having a good time with it and coasting? I think injuries and a little bit of 
maybe not immaturity, but not that veteran leadership that they do need. Because realistically, they have Boyan, they have Marvin Bagley Jr., who has dealt with a lot of injuries, and uh, I'm forgetting the, the, the point guard right now. He's been with them for a while, but either way, they haven't necessarily had a lot of older guys on their roster in recent seasons. So maybe not immaturity, but lack of leadership. Um, as this season is now over, mm-hmm. 12 hours over, mm-hmm. after the uh, Denver Nuggets uh, win the title, mm-hmm. um, what about next year? What do you see? Is this is this anybody's for next year? Well, realistically, I think it, it is. Although Denver is right now the favorites, no surprise because they had a crazy run this season. They're the top of the favorites, but the Bucks are right there behind them. Even the Celtics are still there, even though they blew their little you know potential comeback against the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not going to say that the Nuggets are going to repeat, but I will say that I think it's really anybody's title to take next season. I want to say, realistically, it's going to be an Eastern contender again next year who takes the title. I've uh, I've heard from people who say that the way the game is played now is um, such a departure from what they grew up watching, just the actual style of play. Absolutely. Uh, Post-up play, Mm -hmm. big man. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have a preference? Do you think that that uh, basketball was better, worse, about the same? Will that come back around again? Are these trends? Mm -hmm. Or is it just keep going linearly linearly with – uh, new styles of play. I think it's nice to see variety again, to see maybe these younger guys introduce a different style of play. Although I will say I've been on that bandwagon of not necessarily liking what I'm seeing as far as where the league is heading towards. And I say that because clearly defense cannot be played. I mean, it's an offensive league now. You can hardly play any real you know rougher contact against your opponent without being called for a foul. And we saw that a lot in this playoffs. I would like to say that in the past, I definitely appreciated basketball a little bit more and how it was played, especially in the 2010s. I think that was my favorite area just because I was old enough to truly appreciate it. Right now, it's not horrible, but where it's headed could be kind of bad, and I think that's why we're seeing that in the viewership, to be honest. Well, yeah, viewership, yep. attendance. I mean, you get teams that are great. Yes. Fans will still go to the game. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. If the Pistons started to kick butt, <laughs> I mean, there would be uh, there'd be a swell of fans. You, you, you win, people yes. are going to go. Yeah. then they will come back. Mm-hmm. But it seems like we're ages away from ever happening. In fact, I the last time I remember them being this bad, I was like 10. That's bad. That's and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, you've had uh, two strong eras with the bad boys yeah. and then with uh, uh, Wallace mm-hmm. and Rip mm-hmm. and all those guys. And since then, it's been like, uh, what the heck? What do I we got to do to build a franchise? I, again, uh, maybe, I mean, to have that type of caliber again as far as like Chauncey Billups, Rasheed Wallace, Rip Hamilton all those guys that was tough I mean because like Ben Wallace that was an undrafted player so that was kind of like just a, a diamond in a rough type of player that Detroit bet on and they got him I mean they, they worked him into a Hall of Fame player we're seeing this with Denver They a lot of their guys really outside of like Aaron Gordon and Bruce Brown those two guys are kind of newer to the roster but outside of that Denver has been building for years so Denver, or excuse me, Detroit's been building for well over a decade, but just to go back to it, I think they truly and honestly need to back away from their trend of hoping to get a higher pick and bringing in some young guy and, you know, maybe even later in the draft, bringing in more young guys and start heading towards trying to incentivize older guys who, you know, maybe in their late 20s, maybe early 30s to come in and provide some solid leadership for a strong core like Cunningham, Ivy, and Duran. 
Anthony Clark is joining me here on the huge show all across Michigan. How the heck did you get so into basketball? <laughs> well, to be quite honest, Ben Wallace was actually one of my first favorite players ever. I don't know why. I think it, maybe it was the fro and the headband. It just looked so cool. It looked so dope. And he just looked so just dominant. I just loved him. And then I don't know. I, I just I, I just love it. I, for whatever reason, nobody in my family necessarily played. And we didn't necessarily like talk about it a lot like that. But basketball is just a great sport. So you were a kid. You started watching the Pistons, yes. things like that, yes. and like, oh god, this is good. Do you remember the malice at the palace? Oh, absolutely. Was Although, that not I the was greatest child, thing ever? That, yes, that was. That was fantastic. <laughs> Craziest thing. Oh, ever. everybody <laughs> says that was bad, but no, I was like, oh, give it, me it, more. I mean, that's all they were talking Holy about, moly. right? Yeah. I mean, seriously, we hadn't seen a scrap like that since oh. like the '80s. So that was like, I mean, that's why Ron Artest got suspended for oh, an entire year. They're him. calling him a criminal, telling him, saying he needs to be arrested. He, so. They should have paid him double to stay in the league. You need that. Oh, my that was gosh. And everybody, everybody was like, oh, this is terrible. This is so what an ugly scene. I was like, no way. Sign me up. Oh, man. That was awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of a scumbag like that. But uh, that's kind of how I roll. All right. It's, a, it's each own, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, there's nothing better than an NBA. See, because that was crazy because typically an NBA fight, it's, you know, nothing. It's not like hockey. You know, mm-hmm. hockey, you, no. you beat a guy up and you go sit down for five minutes, you're back on the ice. Yep. Uh, and there's not really, and in the NBA, it's not, it doesn't really get that ugly, but that was extreme ugly. That, that was, was fans. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, truly and honestly, I don't think punches have been landed like that. I don't think since. Like, yeah. I can't think of a single moment since that moment of where real contact was happening as far as punches. I know. Thrown. It makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Uh, 866-838-HUGE. Some would say 866-838-4843. Uh-huh. What do you think of that? That was great. Uh, text HUGE to 21000 to get in on the text chain. And say whatever is on your mind. That's the way most people do it these days, Brett. Yeah. They, they don't like call the radio station and like talk to them because oh. they don't want like the hoes giving it back to them. So they just sit there and then they hit you in the face with a rock, which is the text. And then they go, ha ha. And then that's it. You know, nobody exactly. wants to square up and talk to your old pal, Eric Zane. <laughs> you can talk to me about anything sports related. And I could absolutely. Uh, hold my own. It doesn't necessarily mean I know what I'm talking about, but if you have any questions on sports that you want to give your old pal EZ or Anthony Clark, by all means, I would love to hear from you on the huge show across Michigan. Okay, we've got another segment coming up in just a little bit. We'll get to that coming up next. This is the huge show across Michigan. live across Michigan. 75 great radio stations. Yeah, them? you got it. Oh my gosh, I am so jealous of this guy. He marches in here and all these people hear his beautiful voice. Bill Simonson is at the uh, Pro-Am Golf Tournament for the LPGA in town at Blythefield Country Club. And uh, wow, I can just imagine what that is like. Now, I know that our very own Brett, Superfly Hayes, is uh, all about golf. You're going to be taking a little golf trip before too long in a few weeks. Are you, yeah. uh, like, better than Bill at golf? No. No? No. I'm I'm coming up on him, though. Is he a uh, 
You ever see the movie Caddyshack? Yeah. You know, Ted Knight, he throws his clubs and has a temper. Bill Bill strikes me as like that. Mm. Does, he get, does he get angry when he's golfing, maybe? He doesn't throw his clubs, no. but he gets very angry at himself. Oh, a okay. Lot of, Dang it, Billy. Dang it, Bill. Oh, Come it on, is, Bill. It isn't like he slices it and blames you. <laughs> No. I've seen that Not happen. Yet. I've Not seen yet. that happen. <laughs> Not yet. Right. Billy back tomorrow. Uh, having a great time golfing. Uh, it, it's a who's who of celebrities over there, and Bill is, of course, leading the charge with that. A uh, short amount of time left with Anthony Clark, who uh, joined uh, has joined us and was uh, talking some NBA. So um, now a little bit about you. You grew up in West Michigan, or did you grow up in Detroit? Where, where, where about? Born and raised in Grand Rapids. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, take me. I remember the first time I went on the air. It was the most nerve wracking thing. I think I peed my pants. It was terrible. <laughs> How was it? Your first time on the air, professional, was here in this building. Yes, absolutely. That had was that. How did, I mean, seriously. It was, I mean, my first professional broadcast was for Wood Radio, and yeah, I was shaking like no other. You could hear the voice cracking the entire time I was reading the news. Newscast. It was rough, but I got through it, and I thankfully have found some confidence. Just learned that breathing and honestly standing up while talking usually helps. So standing up, yeah, while doing the newscast, but like okay. talking sports, I can sit down all day. So you've been doing this for how many months? Uh, what, two months. Two months. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. If you. you were to go back to when I started doing this, the first two months, you'd have thought it was like a make a wish thing. It was so bad. It was terrible. I was fortunate though to have the resources at Grand Valley to, to work on the student radio networks there to kind of get that practice in, though, before I came here at iHeart. Oh, I had plenty of practice. I mean, it <laughs> just I never got better. I was trying to help you out, Eric. No, it was it's remarkable. You're so good at this at such an early uh, phase of your yeah, career. Absolutely. I, again, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a fortunate guy. You I, make that's me all I can sick. Say. <laughs> it's so frustrating, man. Holy cow. Have any women reached out to you and said, you sound so good. Here's my phone number. Besides my girlfriend, no. Oh, there you go. There you go. She's spectacular. So, yeah, soon to be fiance. Good so she knows. Soon so she to be knows. Hey, this ain't news. This ain't, hold on, everybody. This isn't new news, but yes, yes. Well, so you're, you're getting ready to make I, her your fiance. She, she knows. She knows. We got we had to finish college. Awesome. We, we both just graduated in April, so we're, we're making those plans. You're we're getting there. power couple. Let her mom not hear this, though, but we're getting there. You are a power couple. Oh, my God. I love her. I love her. The sky her. is the limit for you. Look at that. Thank you. What a great day this has been. <laughs> I am so excited. Uh, so that is uh, that is good. I tell you what. When can we hear you next? Whenever Bill would love to have me. I, w- I would love to be here. So okay, but you're on the radio. Oh, ex- oh excuse radio. me. I guess that was a better question. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, next, actually tomorrow, tomorrow from uh, ten to two thirty, Wood Radio, one hundred six point nine, thirteen hundred AM. Oh my God! So after pudding gets done, you take over and you do and you do the news. I love that. Absolutely. All right. Very good. He is Anthony Clark. You can follow him on Twitter. Is there, yeah. what, what are you on Twitter? Uh, Anthony Clark Jr. underscore all lowercase. I don't know what you said. <laughs> the the, right. the youngins know it. There you go, folks. We'll be back coming up in just a bit. This is the huge show across Michigan. Big, bad, huge.